0: Shalom, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on Let's Talk Torah. This is Sunday, October 2nd. We are officially into our fall months, and you can definitely feel it in the air here. The sun has changed. Definitely the weather has dropped. And uh, there's just that crispness, that fresh feeling that that comes each and every time. Now we're just anticipating the, the changing of the leaves, one of our favorite times of the year here in the south. We have many different colors that come about, and so we're anxiously awaiting that. Um, thank you so much, everyone that's tuning in. I hope you had a restful Shabbat, and I'm just so thankful that I was able to hear Robert Wagner's word this morning on mercy poured forth. He always rejuvenates us, and you know, gets us ready to go for a new week. He had a great word today, and uh, I just I hope that you can check that out. Uh, If you haven't watched it, be sure to watch the Mercy Poured Forth this morning. We do have a new intro as well. I'm excited to start our morning each and every day with that praise anthem. Uh, Just such a wonderful word to yell hallelujah at the top of your lungs and uh, all praises to Yah. Praise Yah. So anyways, I am going to make this short today uh, as we are going into Yom Kippur this week. Uh, we may have a slightly altered schedule this week at Heart of the Tribes, and also in the coming weeks as we enter into Sukkot, uh, our normal schedule may be a little bit different. We are going to be posting um, some different videos, maybe a little bit shorter videos, uh, just to you know give us some some new fresh content, and we are going to be refreshing some shows. So after this fall break, uh, look forward to some new stuff, some new ideas, uh, possibly some new shows and new content. So uh, I will go ahead and let you know, Shell is posting a little mini series started last night on Walking in the Word, Yahuwah Seva'oth. And there's a, I believe so far six parts going to be to this little mini series, 15 to 30 minutes each. Uh, So just a quick, powerful word like I said, it did start last night and there's going to be three more airing today. Those are going to air at 12, 3 and 6 uh, p.m. Eastern time. And so I hope you can check those out. Just an amazing word uh, from her and such a powerful word, Yahuwah Seva Oath. And uh, it's really great to see what she's bringing forth on those. So please check those out and just stay with us. We'll be you know, informing everybody on what's coming up. Please join our telegram groups. You know, we're growing that family there. And uh, we hope that you can become a part of that and stay tuned to all of our upcoming content. So I am going to be reading the half Torah and the Besorah portion today for the Yom Kippur. The Half Torah is out of Isaiah 57, 14 through chapter 58, 14. And the basura is going to be out of Matthew 25, 31 through 46. You know, it's just such an important word. I, I love how Robert touched on patience. You know, that's something that we all, I'm sure, struggle with. And, you know, YAH doesn't necessarily give us patience when we ask for it, but he gives us ways to be patient. And like Robert said, if he's asking for it, Next thing he knows, there'll be that slow driver that pulls right in front of him. And that's a perfect example how he's not just going to automatically give it to us, but he's going to put something in our life to where we have to learn and exhibit that patience. And that really goes with anything that you're asking of him. He's not, it's not just a, a, a genie and a magic bottle. You know, He's going to give you an example and a lesson so you can grow stronger and learn from your struggles that you deal with. So that's just an amazing way that YAH teaches his children and grows us and allows us to become stronger through him. I just love that word that he brought this morning. So let me get my uh, screen shared real quick. Shalom, everyone in the chat. My wife, Lee, Jen, Laura Lee. I see Shell and Robert. So glad to have all of you here. And anyone else tuning in later or watching this down the road, thank you for coming and joining. I hope this word blesses you. Like I said, I'm just going to keep this short and read. Karen, good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Be safe during your travels. Uh, Sometimes the word speaks for itself. Well, of course the word speaks for itself. And so I'm going to let it do that today. Um, I do have a few little comments to read, but for the most part, I'm just going to stick to scripture and... uh, let everybody get on with their week. So this is, let's see, I don't know if I've shared this yet. Okay, there we go. Bear with me. Okay, so we're starting in Isaiah 54. I'm sorry, 57. Let me get my, have brought my glasses. Okay. And shall say, that is a voice is heard to say, cast ye up, cast ye up. In leveling the path prepare the way take up the stumbling block out of the way of my people so they have free access to the deliverance of Yahuwah these are some notes kind of intermingled within the scripture here if you're if it's not matching up exactly to what you're seeing um, but bear with me here verse 15 for thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabit eternity He who occupies the throne of his majesty forever, whose name is holy, he who dwells in an inaccessible light of perfect sanctity. I dwell in the high and holy places in absolute exaltation and holiness with him also that is of contrite and humble spirit bowed down and humbled by deep repentance to revive the spirit of the humble by an infusion of new spiritual life and to revive the heart of the contrite ones so that they are filled with new life and courage with hope and confidence in Yahuwah. For I will not contend forever in rebuking and punishing. Neither will I be always wroth, but filled with anger which may overflow at any moment. For the spirit should fail before me He wants to dismiss his anger and the souls which I have made, showing mercy to those that are of contrite heart, since he has created them for life. The fact of creation is often made the basis of the mercy shown by Yah upon his works. For the iniquity of his covetousness on account of the guilt of Israel was I wroth and smote him, for the sin of avars, the love of money, is properly called a root of all evil. I hid me and was wroth, and he went on frowardly in the way of his heart, hardening himself against every influence for the better. I have seen his ways, the many paths of misfortune which Israel chose to go, and will heal him, taking the proper care of the wounds which are the consequence of sin." I will lead him also, namely on the path of righteousness, and restore comforts unto him and to his mourners, so that although the misery of the earthly life will remain, the sinners will feel the consolation of Yah's mercy in his word. Verse 19, I create the fruit of the lips, peace, peace, to him that is far off and to him that is near saith Yahuwah, and I will heal them. That is, by sending out the gospel message into the world, Yahuwah offers the redemption gained by Messiah, the healing of the Son of Righteousness to all men. Over against the deliverance of the righteous, the prophet places the fate of the unbelievers. But the wicked are like the troubled sea, their rejection of Yah's salvation causing them to become like a storm-tossed ocean. When it cannot rest, whose waters, churning up the very floor of the sea, cast up mire and dirt in endless sinning. You know, we have all been experiencing storms, some more than others, especially down in Florida and the East Coast with this hurricane over the past week. Uh, In my personal life, been experiencing quite a few storms. Really, this whole month has been like a, a spiritual hurricane, if you want to Can just call it that, (laughs) Um, you know. I I am praying fervently that this fall feast, this Sukkot, is a time to, you know, blow that out. As we spoke last Thursday on between and between the river and the ravens, you know, Yah calms that storm. Yahusha calms the storm, and so I'm praying that you know this hall, this feast day, this time that we can take to remember Him will calm the storms in our lives, our spiritual lives. Physical or mental. They're they're so challenging sometimes, but we have to rely on Him to calm that and to ease our sorrows. He will bring us strength and lead us through. Verse 21 There is no peace, saith my Elohim, to the wicked, a hidden fear of the wrath of Yahuwah, driving them about from one expended to another, but also increasing their wickedness and heaping upon them new guilt the ungodly man seem happy enough on the outside as asaph writes in psalm 73 but their heart is not at rest and they will be cast down into destruction you know we can't let that happen to ourselves we have to keep our eyes on yah and allow him to heal us inside and out All right, let's see here. Let's move on to chapter 58, 1 through 14. Cry aloud, so Yahuwah calls out to the prophet in bidding him rebuke the hypocritical conduct of the people. Spare not in an indulgence which in this case would amount to a sinful weakness for which reason a crying at the top of the voice is demanded. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet with the far sounding signal of the trumpets used on the great festival and show my people their transgression, the breach of covenant of which they had become guilty and the house of Yaakov, their sins and Yahweh's mercy had chosen the entire nation. And he still sought all its members with the same fervent love, which he had shown them of old. You know, his love endures forever. Back then, now, and in the future. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Let thy seek me daily, Yahuwah whom they have rejected, and delight to know my ways, pretending an earnestness which they are far from feeling, inquiring into the reason for Elohim's manner of dealing with them. As a nation that did righteousness... As though they were a nation practising the covenant righteousness required of them, and forsook not the ordinance of their Elohim, just as if they had upheld their end of the covenant. They ask of me the ordinance of justice, literally the justice, the judgments of righteousness, namely that Yahweh should interfere in their behalf. They take delight in approaching Elohim pleading for their own deliverance and destruction of their enemies. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, in the spirit of self-righteousness, which caused them to act as though Elohim had been placed under obligations by their fasting, and thou seest not, Yahuwah ignoring them on account of their hypocrisy. Wherefore have we afflicted our souls by the hardships of fasting, and thou taketh no knowledge, the imitation being that Yahuwah was not apprenticing their efforts sufficiently, but but Yahuwah has his answers ready and sets them right with emphasis. Behold, in the day of your fast, ye find pleasure, seeking advantage for themselves by their show of piety, and exact all your labors, oppressing the men who worked for them, even while they were professing an unusual degree of holiness. Behold, ye fast for strife and debate. While they were practicing their wicked oppression, they made a great show of their supposed piety, and to smite with the fist of wickedness, not hesitating even to strike blows in tranquilizing their laborers. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. Their fasting was nothing but hypocritical show, lacking the essence of the practice. For proper fasting presupposes a heart filled with repentance, pleading with Yahweh for forgiveness and mercy. You know, we can't be those Pharisees pointing the finger at those others, thinking that we have it all right and have done no wrong. We must look at ourselves many times if there's an issue. Look at yourself. Why is there an issue in your life? You may end up being the cause of that issue. You know, We are all guilty. We are all sinners. The Bible tells us so. We will never be perfect. So there is no point in trying to act like we are standing on our high horse. We need to always look inside ourselves first. You know, there is so much to be prideful for. And of course, we have that ego sometimes that gets... Puffed up, but we must be humble. We must humble ourselves in Yah and know that He is going to, He knows all things, He hears all things, and He sees all things. We cannot trick Him, we cannot deceive Him. We can only deceive ourselves and others by thinking that we are righteous. In turn, we become self righteous. Verse 5. Is it such a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul? Could Yahuwah accept their fasting as an expression of repentance? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush affecting a sorrow which he was far from feeling and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him to make that his bed? Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to Yahuwah? All eternal evidence of sorrow and mourning mean nothing if the heart and mind are not affected. If they do not flow out of a repentant heart, the fasting which pleases Yahweh is of an eternal, entirely different kind. It was amazing to hear Nietzsche describe fasting and how when we go into a fast, our flesh is literally melting our fat away. And in turn, that is a savory incense offering pleasing to YAH. You know, we don't actually have to offer up the, the cattle, the bull, the sacrifice that way anymore. But by fasting, it is our sacrifice to him with our own body. And that was just a beautiful thing. I keep thinking on that. Such an incredible insight that she had on that. Thank you for bringing that forth a few weeks back. Verse 6, is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to release the oppressed laborers, to undo the heavy burdens which these tyrants had laid upon their men as upon packed animals, a pack of animals, and to let the oppressed go free and that ye break every yoke? Note the heaping of synonyms, expressions in order to emphasize the necessity of of the, from works, desisting from works, of tyrant tyranny, and of practicing true works of mercy. Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, to share it with him who is in need, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out, those without a home, without a roof to call their own, to thy house when thou seest the naked that Cover him by providing him with clothing, and that hide, thy, hide not thyselves from thine own flesh. Every human being in need of helping, being our neighbor. The true proof, proof of repentance consists in discontinuing wickedness and oppression in every form, in every practicing mercy toward all men. You know, afflicting our heart, asking Yah to remove that, that leaven, essentially, from our inside, because it will grow and fester if it's not dealt with and removed completely. Turn from sin. Return and see it no more. Don't ever go back. You know, we may stumble along the way, but don't seek it. You know, just cast it away and never look back. And of course, we must do this for all men. We must forgive Forget, We cannot hold on to those grudges like my wife Lee talked on Mercy Poured Forth Friday. You know, to hold a grudge is to cherish hatefulness towards someone, literally loathing and just it's all encompassing inside of you if you can't let go of that grudge. So afflict yourself, afflict your heart and your soul. Let that go. Let that anger go, that discontent that you have for anyone. We don't have the time these days, to live a life like that. We have to cast that away. If you can't bear it, you know, give it to Yah. Give it to Yahusha at the cross. He will take that on. He took all of our sins and transgressions away. So He will willingly take that from you if you're willing to give it to Him. All right, verse 8, and we're going to finish up this half Torah. Then, Namely, when a person acts in accordance with the suggestion made in the first part of the chapter, shall thy light break forth as the morning, like the dawn of the Orient, which speedily covers the sky, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and spiritual healing going on with great rapidity, and thy righteousness, the deliverance promised in the covenant, shall go before thee, As a pillar of Yahuwah did at the time of the wilderness journey, the glory of Yahuwah shall be thy rearward to protect him against any attack from that quarter. That is nothing else than the glory of Elohim in the face of Yahusha, Hamashiach, the Messiah himself. Shalom, Marina. Glad to see you. Not sure if I've seen you before. I'm so glad you are here joining us today, I hope this is a blessing for each and all of you. Verse 9. Let's see, I think I read, did I read that? No. Verse 9. Then, namely, when the wonderful fellowship obtains, shalt thou call, Yahuwah shall answer with a ready assistance. Thou shalt cry, appealing to him for help. And he shall say, here I am. Indicating his presence and readiness to help with the customary answer If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, removing every form of oppression and putting forth of the finger in a threatening gesture and speaking vanity, things would prove harmful, things that which would prove harmful to thy neighbor. You know, we don't want to be a stumbling block. Woe to those that cast a stone and cause one of Yah's children to stumble. We cannot be the perpetrator and the reason that someone stumbles and falls away, loses hope or their faith entirely. We must be here to lift one another up, to extend your hand, to pull them up if they have stumbled, not cause them to stumble. Verse 10 And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, opening his heart in true mercy, and satisfy the afflicted soul, offering it the desired relief, then shall thy light rise in obscurity in the midst of the darkness of this veil of tears, and thy darkness, what seems to be the worst form of affliction, be as the noonday filled with the glorious light of Elohim's kindness and mercy." And Yahuwah shall guide thee continually throughout life and satisfy thy soul in drought whenever a time of spiritual want comes. And make fat thy bones, strengthening a man's frame for endurance. And thou shalt be like a watered garden, a park with luxuriant growth, and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Such as do not disappoint the traveler by being dried up at the crucial time. And they that shall be of thee, their descendants, the members of their nation, shall build the old waste places, changing ruins into inhabited dwellings. Thou shalt rise up the foundations of many generations, all the cities of the Holy Land, especially Jerusalem. And thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in, both activities making the dwelling in the promised land possible once more. If thou turn away thy foot from thy Sabbath, the Sabbath being regarded as the holy ground which no unholy foot dared touch, from thy presence on thy holy day, whatever pleases the natural heart of man, the call, And call the Sabbath a delight, refreshment for the soul. I love that. It is a refreshment, a restoration for our soul. The holy of Yahuwah, honorable, keeping it sacred in the manner commanded by Yahuwah. And shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor speaking thy own words in vanity and foolishness. You know, we want to do nothing but speak his words. We pray that his words are put into our mouth for these messages, not words of us, not words of man. There's so much false doctrine out there, uh, wolves in sheep's clothing, so to speak. We just want to speak the truth, nothing but the truth, the word of Yah. And by that, no one can be led astray. Finishing in 14. Then shalt thou delight thyself in Yahweh, finding the soul's true refreshment in him. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth once more to occupy the hills of their homeland and feed thee with the heritage of Yaakov, thy father, enjoying all the blessings promised to that patriarch. For the mouth of Yahweh has spoken it, a solemn formula to assure men of the familiar fulfillment of Yah's promises even as Israel in the old testament could come to the enjoyment of Yahweh's heritage only by true repentance so the believers of the new testament keep the admonition of Yahweh before their eyes repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand something that we need to recite each and every day time is short The kingdom of heaven is at hand. We can't be waiting for that day to come and then it be too late. Each and every day, the word of the day is repent. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. Let's see. Here we go. Now we're going to finish up in the Besorah. And this is Matthew 25, 31. When the son of Adam shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory and before him shall be gathered all nations and he shall separate them from one another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, come, Ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Adonai, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty? And give you drink. Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come unto you? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Amen, I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Then shall he say unto them them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in, naked, and ye clothed me not, sick and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Adonai, when did we see you hungry, or athirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto you? Then shall he answer them, saying, Amen, I say unto you. And as much as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal, life eternal. An amazing verse. Matthew is so full of amazing words from our Messiah that just really unlock Everything you know, he came to fulfill the Torah, he expanded and unlocked some of those meanings so we could have a deeper understanding of how we are supposed to honor our father and also love our brother and sister. You know, you don't have to necessarily feed or give drink to the homeless or the needy, think of it as that spiritual bread and water that Messiah is, we need to give that to the strangers, to the brethren, to the people in prison, to anyone. Each and every person here is an appointment by Yah that you come into contact with. He has put that person in your life and you never know when he is disguised as this person in need. And if you pass by, overlook him or just point your finger at him, you never know, you know, you could be doing that to him. Like he says here, you've done it to me if you've done it to them. So it's just a such an important time this week as we enter into Yom Kippur, you know, afflicting our souls, afflicting our own heart. How can we change? How can we circumcise our heart and get rid of any part of stone and have a full heart of flesh, a loving and encouraging heart that just wants to, Exhibit Messiah, walk like him. He was so full of love and hope to every person, to believers, to sinners, doesn't matter who you are. He showed the same to each and every one. They were all his flock, whether they were lost or found. So we are called to do that in these times. Welcome HG, glad you are joining as well. I did have one last verse. This isn't part of the portion, but I found it fitting today. And I just wanted to read this as well out of Romans 5, 1 through 13. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with Elohim through our Adonai, Yahusha, Hamashiach, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of Elohim, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation works patience, and patience experience and experience hope. And hope makes not ashamed, because the love of Elohim is shed abroad in our hearts by the Ruach HaKodesh, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength at the appointed time, Mashiach died for the wicked, For scarcely for the righteous man will one die, yet perchance for a good man would some would even dare to die. But Elohim commends his love towards us in that, while we were yet sinners, Mashiach died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if we were, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to Elohim by the death of His Son. Much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And not only so, but we also joy in Elohim through our Adonai, Yahusha Hamashiach, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man's sin entered into the world, and death by sin And so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. For until the Torah sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no Torah. And the last verse I have for you today, Sirach or Ecclesiasticus 3, verse 3. Whosoever honors his father makes an atonement for his sins. You know, this is on us. We are responsible for our salvation. You know, he may have taken our sins and given us that hope and chance of redemption, but without our actions, all is lost. We must turn to him. We must f- inflict our heart for an atonement of our sins and re- never return back. You know, cast them away. Don't look back. Don't be Lot's wife looking back in doubt, in question. Don't look back. You Move forward. Press on to that glory land that awaits us. That kingdom is coming soon. Repent because it is coming. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you have a blessed week. I am so grateful that you are here. Like I said, please stay tuned. We do have a few quick episodes later today at 12, 3, and 6 p.m. Eastern Time with Shell on walking in the word. So please check those out. We love each and every one of you. And we just pray over all of you day and night, asking that Yahweh bless you and shine his face upon you. Shalom, everyone.